0: So the whole thing about kids is kids are always trying to watch like the worst movie they possibly can. Yeah. Mm Yes. What what I mean by that is like, my guys are always, they're not like satisfied with like Bluey anymore. Nope. Like they don't want to just like watch like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. They're like, so they're pushing the boundary. Yeah. And now the whole thing that they use against me is like, but dad, so-and-so in my class, their parents... Let them watch it. Yeah. Uh, And I'm always like, yeah, because their parents don't know Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) It's too real. Like, why do I take it straight to faith? (laughs) Well, clearly they're not saved. Well, clearly so-and-so's parents, you know, are uh, are not good parents. (laughs) But you, my son, have been blessed with parents that care about what your eyes see and your ears hear and start preaching at them. You know what I mean?
1: Like, Dad, we just want to watch Thor. Yeah. yeah,
0: He's like, like, Dad, all I said was love and thunder. Yeah. All I said, (laughs) you're giving me a speech about morals, ethics, parenting, like supervision. Anyways, um, this is the dilemma of my life. What do I allow my kids to watch? And I will say, as a man of God, my kids can only watch Bluey. I'll watch Bluey. Bluey. I'll watch Bluey. I love Bluey. So good it's the accents it's why i'm convinced aussies they just sound more spiritual and kind yes i don't know if they are the, that they're they not they sound like they it. sound
1: like it yes bluey here's a fun fact for you is in the top 100 sitcoms
0: of all time according to rolling stones already wow already I believe it. I'll sit down and watch multiple episodes. It's the music. It's the accents. It's the life lessons. The relatability. Yeah, the whole thing. Whoever created Gingo. it, we need to have them on this podcast. I like that. Leadership Lean In. Let's go. Okay, today we are talking about get it done, leaders. <laughs> get her done. Get her done done i want to do it one more time sorry get her done we're talking about people that can get it done and are you are you a get it done leader can you can you get things you know accomplished i think that the the the, the problem for most leaders is not talent or gifting or even opportunity a lot of times it's efficiency Mm. and having the ability to cross t's and dot i's and just Make it happen. Yeah. I think, well, I'm always looking for people around me that's like, can I give them this project, this task, this thing, and I don't have to think about it. Like they can just, they can accomplish what's been put in their responsibility portfolio. Right? Mm -hmm. Can they get it done? And I think a lot of times we don't get things done because there's so much behind us. And so we're trying to, you know, catch Catch up. up. Yeah. 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 So it's like the whole thing is like, I'm more reactive than proactive. Get it done people to me keep things in front of them and they have the ability to execute. Execution is so vital to leadership. That's right. and it's like how good are you at like just email, communication, calendar, management. I'm gonna talk about it in a moment, but like just running your own schedule. And um, I think when you are known as a get it done leader, I think that you're tr- just trusted more your look to if you if you notice the people in your sphere the one that is responsible always gets put more put on their plate yeah Mm -hmm. yep right and the one that you're like i i just know them they put it off they procrastinate they don't know how to manage they don't know how to i love them but they can't get the job done right we don't go to that person right yeah we end up being drawn towards people. So here's a great, just a leadership truth. If you want more opportunity, take care of what you got under your leadership now. Yeah. That proves to people around you, they're capable, they're competent. And by the way, I think that they've got a crazy amount of capacity Mm -hmm. they have the ability to get stuff done so i want to talk about get it done leaders today because at the end of the day what your organization needs is the same thing that my organization needs and that's people that can flat out get their job done get it done you got a job you got to do it Mm -hmm. just because you hold a title and you have a desk and a computer does not mean that you're getting (laughs) the job done right just because you show up at your workspace does not mean you are getting the the most important part of your life job done Mm. and what you were working on six months ago is not what you're working on today no this is the reality about leadership is catching up to what this time and this season requires what i was working on actually probably three weeks ago is not what i'm working on today yeah and i've got to give my heart attention soul mind energy willpower fortitude to this and always continue to go like, all right, finish that. Let's move on to the next. Yep. Finish that. And I don't appreciate people that have got all these projects that have not been completed. Finish the task. Complete the job. Let's move on to the next. Be a getter done leader. And you, if you get her done, you'll have more stuff to get done. Ooh. That's good. That was good. Bars. Um, <laughs> Um, just a couple thoughts with this the separation is in the preparation so I think the way that you develop yourself as a get it done person is all through preparation yeah it's just the ability to like we live in this era of meal preppers yeah Mm. Yeah. these Mm -hmm. disgustingly responsible humans these people that make us look terrible Julia is in this category she is a daily meal prepper wow she packs her lunch so much respect for that it's insane I watch her do it at the counter she's making this salad she's counting her calories and all the while every day she asks you want me to make you one and every day i reply no nah, i'm good because <laughs> i want to spend a 12 <clears throat> service charge on doordash oh gosh and i want the the chicken wings to be brought to me or the sushi or the yep. bay city deli oh great and i and I I, I I want to be in a meeting and someone knock on the window here and go like <laughs> is here. Yes, and I just financially, it's irresponsible. Uh, from a diet perspective, it's clearly irresponsible. We, we need a DoorDash sponsor. Oh, that's what leadership that needs. Who can help make Fantastic. that happen? <laughs> but I think that like everything about what you want to step into has to do with preparation. Right. Like, are you prepared for the day? Yep. Mm -hmm. Are you prepared for the season? Are you prepared for the meeting? Are you prepared? Like there's something about a leader that is prepared is so attractive to me. Mm -hmm. Like even like from a communication standpoint, when somebody gets up onto a mic and is gonna give a presentation and knows what they're about to say, yeah. I am so enamored. Yeah. I am so excited. You've thought about this and you know what you're saying and you know where we're going and you have an idea about this whole 40 minute talk <laughs> thank you wow. right
2: yeah
0: you know just or a, a singer you know in our spaces worship leaders you practice the song yeah mm. you know the lyrics <laughs> N- and it, nothing yeah. nothing stands
1: out more when that's not the case right help me and, in, yes. and preparation is one of those things you can't see it you can't see a really good preparation and that's kind of the point of it. That's the point of it. But you can right away, sticks out like a sore thumb, see someone who's trying to figure out the next thing they're going to say, yeah. figure out the next part of their life. It it, it it is the opposite of attractive. It's like, I don't want that around me.
0: Because you're winging it. And everybody yeah. everybody knows it. Yeah. By the way, if you're wondering if everybody knows it, it's like the boogie in your nose. Everybody sees <laughs> Everyone it. Everyone knows. Everybody, everybody knows. Sees. And and so we just got to realize that you're damaging your future opportunities while sabotaging your Mm. current responsibilities. You've got to make sure that you are prepared. That's Mm -hmm. what separates you. Your separation, I believe this, it's not in your talent. It's not in your gifting. Talent gets you in the door. Character keeps you in the door. And when you're prepared, you're saying, I'm not living off talent. I'm living off work ethic. I'm living off the ability to have disciplines in my life. And I th- I think you're a get it done person when you're prepared. That's why I think great leaders make to do lists every day, and they make to do lists for their week, and they yep. keep going back. I yep. keep going back to the same list every day. Yep. Okay. What am I doing? What this is my guardrails, so I don't wonder like what what am I living by today in the moment? Yeah. It's like no, I this is the task. This is yep. the focus. This is what, and and that preparation, um, preparing for. It's like I'm getting ready to go on a plane tomorrow Friday and i'm going to miami the great vu church uh for team conference and um i keep having this thought like i i want to be so prepared for my talk there so i'm talking to rich what do you need what what's best serves your wow, team great. what you know what's your angle what what do they need to hear what's your pulse on it why because i want to spend all day tomorrow and all day friday thinking and preparing that flight is a is a preparation flight opportunity yeah it's like it's like i want to come in and by the way the whole point is not to wow people with preparation it's like you said they don't even know but the whole thing about preparation is if you really want to serve people be prepared it's great if you do not care about others be unprepared Mm. Mm -hmm. selfish it's selfish yeah it's going i make the world Go around. You're all blessed by my presence. Wow. I am the gift. You are not the gift.
2: <laughs> yeah. Amen.
0: <laughs> Say it again. You are not. Your preparation for what we're doing is the gift yeah. that you can bring. So and good. so I think it's about your personal life being prepared. I think it's about your money being in order. It's about all the little things. You know, it, it, to me, it's it's like, why do you ask other people to trust you when you don't trust yourself? Why are you, why are you asking other people to respect you? You don't even respect yourself. Wow. Where does confidence come from? Confidence comes from first self-confidence. Yeah, I believe inside. It, I believe in me. I'm gonna get the job done. I believe in me. I know what I'm gonna say. I believe in me. I'm gonna do the right thing. And when I have self-respect and I have self-trust and I have self-confidence, I it, it just exudes. Yep. You see some people with moxie and just aura and presence, and it's like what an attractive yep. leader. Yep, mm-hmm. You see someone that's shyish and timid and uh, not talking. It's like, you're not prepared. Right. right. Or, or
1: the flip side of that, they're over. They demand respect because they need you Insecurity. to respect them in order for them to respect themselves. Insecurity. Yeah.
0: That's exactly right. Uh, the second thing I put down is execute on the small stuff. Love this one. If you can execute on the small, the small always makes room for the big. Mm. So it's little things. It's the, it what's the old saying, the devil's in the details. It's the, it's the crossing of the T. It's the dotting of the eye. It's the, it's, you know, I've used this illustration before. It's John Wooden. The first thing he did when he, you know, made his run with the UCLA, you know, men's basketball team for years and years, won all those championships. The first thing you do is teach them how to put on the socks. Yep. cuz it's the small things. Yep. The small and in those era in that era the shoes, the way that they were I'm wearing some cons today actually, but they were wearing cons and the way that they were um set up is that if if you didn't put it in your socks, right? You get blisters. Right. I think that you've got to be in the details of your personal life and the organization because small things equal big things. Yep. It's like it's like to to be honest, small problems Small little comments, small little issues. People are like, oh, it's, why are you making a big deal about a small thing? No, no, I'm not making a big deal about a small thing. I'm just addressing this because I know what small things turn into. Yeah, like, that's right. Sm- it's like why when that when that car- carpet has, has like that little you know like little thing sticking up. It's Like no, cut it at the bottom because yeah, yeah, it's gonna, it's it's gonna, gonna rip out the whole, yeah, it's whole make whole run. run and and you're gonna have a, an eyesore. Yep execute on small stuff small things that you can control small things that are within your power and i think you know everybody wants to be big
1: right okay do the small stuff yep no one shows up and becomes big right away no and but people are convinced maybe social media maybe because of podcasts like this they think that you just got here nobody it, just gets there no it was, yep. it was 10 years 15 years doing small stuff no one's hearing right. about
0: anything right to and, boom, and, and by the way not just that i will say the 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 great leaders that i have been around that um i've always from a distance admired, respected, and i get close to them and i go wow i'm blown away they're still doing the small stuff yeah wow it never stops yep like it never stops for any leader Doing the small stuff, and the small stuff is like I, I was saying it maybe l- uh, last podcast. But go low. This is my yeah. new phrase, yeah. my mantra right now. Go low. Do the humble stuff. Right. Do the stuff that nobody nobody would think that I go to your house and you're doing the dishes. Yep. Nobody think I go to your house and you're picking up everybody's plates. Like just do the small stuff. Yeah, yeah. The small stuff is the servant stuff. The small stuff is the detail mm. stuff. The small stuff is the stuff that you know. It, it, remember when you get to a place of arrogance and everybody's serving you, and everybody's bringing stuff to you. You're so taken care of. you got to be careful not to drink that in mm-hmm. because you'll start expecting people to do the stuff that only you can do. Wow. That's leadership. Yeah, you're 5%. Le- you're 5%. Leadership is yeah. about going like, I know nobody else can read my Bible. Nobody else can manage uh-huh. my budget. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can date my wife. Nobody else can raise these kids. Come on. Nobody else can make, d- take care of my thought life. Yep. Nobody else. Does that make sense? Totally. Do the small, execute... And and we're talking about execution, really. Execution is to me in the small stuff. It's 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 the meetings I gotta have, the emails I gotta send, and and the phone conversations I gotta have. What do I need to do that nobody else can do that might seem menial and, and insignificant to others, but I know this is what actually moves the needle. Yep, this is what moves the ball forward. Get her done is getting the small stuff done. That's right. Really the crazy. small makes room for the big. I always love like. We have, we have three for us in-person big meetings a week. Do you know how many small meetings a week I got to have to make sure that big meeting's good? You do the small stuff right, the big stuff will feel that impact. Yeah. So many. Number three, get rid of what's blocking your efficiency. I think that everybody wants to be efficient, but we got blockage. You ever seen somebody just black out? It's just like, what, what are you are you with us? It's like... We start talking about details and information and calendar and schedule and all the minutiae of leadership. And they're just like, yeah, it's like, they're just not with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have clearly faced blockage. Yeah. I think that it's not just in the media. I think people go to their to-do list and they, they got blockage. Mm-hmm. And they're like, whoa, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. This is symbolic of your life being cluttered. Get rid of the clutter get if if you got to clean your car and clean your room what is it what is the saying like look good feel good play good yep i think that's the same in leadership Mm. you got to feel good nobody feels good being bogged down with stress Mm -hmm. Right, right nobody feels good with clutter so what's blocking your ability to be efficient maybe it is a relationship Maybe it is a personal vendetta you have against somebody. Hello. Maybe it's the 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 realities of bitterness. Whatever it is, get the blockage out of here. Clear the cobwebs. Yeah. Let the river of efficiency flow. So what is blocking? Whatever's blocking, you gotta remove it.
2: Yeah. It's so crazy. I feel like this is something that it applies at every single level of our lives. It's mm-hmm. in leadership. It's in our jobs. But it can be something as simple as, like, if you're not feeling confident with your outfit that you're wearing, this is a personal one it applies to me, <laughs> then it's like maybe you won't do, if you're fussing over something because something is messing with you, it's, it it's going to affect you everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, for me, I block out. I take out all the clothes I don't like out of my closet and just get rid of them, get rid of just them. get rid of it. Yep. So yeah. You don't have to deal with that problem anymore. Every piece of clothing you pick out of your closet is something you like. Then every day you're going to feel confident and it's not going to bother you. It's not going to bug you. Same thing with leadership. Yeah. You deal with these things, you take out the blockage. It's not going to bother you anymore.
0: That's right. That's right. Yeah. And I think that, that you know, um, we sometimes have just gotten so familiar and comfortable with whatever's blocking yeah Mm -hmm. it's like an old friend sometimes it is a friend totally (laughs) jeez sometimes it's like this is my this is my comfort blanket yep and so for me to get rid of this i just it would be hard to part with it so i recognize what i'm talking about is something probably major in your life Mm. it's an addiction could be an addiction right That's blocking your efficiency. Yep. That's what I'm saying. There is blockage for a lot of people and a lot of leaders. What's blocking? Sometimes, you know what I found for some people? What's blocking their ability to be efficient where they are is they're watching other people's lives. Yeah. Or other organizations that are doing well. If that's blocking you, stop watching. Yeah. Stop looking at that. Totally. I got to have my
1: eyes on this. Mm -hmm. I I love Gary Vee in, you know, He's, he has a very distinct voice, and I remember watching a TikTok and he goes, "You need to stop watching this TikTok and go get done what needs to get done." There <laughs> it is. He said, uh, "If you're still here, that's okay. Ninety-nine percent of you are still here because I know ninety-nine percent of you aren't gonna go. get You're never stuff gonna done. go do
0: it." There you go, Gary V. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> that is it right there. You're not gonna stop watching. You know, and that to me, I always feel like. I'm in my best. I'll I'll make it as practical as this. I stopped watching Instagram stories a long time ago. Mm. I don't watch them. Yeah. I started to go like, why am I watching this? I don't want to know what everybody's doing. I don't really care. (laughs) I don't want to see what everybody's life is up to. I don't want to watch other people's lives and feel like, why am I not there? Mm. Man, that looks fun. That's That's what it, it was making me feel that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow jeez that's so cool mm-hmm. this is the narrative of my head and i go i don't like the way i feel yeah it's a vampire to my soul now maybe you don't deal with that i was dealing with that yep i call it jealousy i don't i, I don't know exactly fomo it's fomo yeah. i yeah. whatever i was feeling it was like no, no 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 bro you have a job to do yeah and i cannot do my job watching other people's lives yeah maybe you can god bless you but for me, in the, in the season, I just got up. I was like, dude, I've got to be laser focused. Yep. So blockage, you got to go because I've got to have my eyes laser beam on, you know, we're trying to build a building. I'm trying to release a book. I'm trying to raise a family. I'm trying to build a church. I'm trying to get the leaners leaning. I'm, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I got stuff to do. Totally. So totally. get rid of the blockage. Next thing, don't waste time. It's more valuable than money hello this is a major thought for me because i am very concerned about number one decision making skills and do you have them do you have the ability decision making skills is the make or break of every life like you should always challenge your decision making skills i'd love to not make decisions but i'm forced to make them all the time and i think time is like money time is like money which is like water time money and water are all the same If I don't tell it where to go, it'll go wherever it wants. Mm -hmm. So I assign Mm. my money where it goes. You're going to go on this account. You're going to go on this investment. You're going to go on this tithe. I I tell my money. My money doesn't decide where it's going to go. I assign it. Same with time. I manage my time. I run my time. I am not going to waste my time on this, that, or the other. I am going to be effective and efficient. And by the way, the best investment I can make with my time is into myself. Yeah. So I'm going to read books. I'm going to read my, for me, Bible reading is a big discipline. I'm going to work out. I'm going to spend time with my family because that fills my cup. I'm going to spend time with my wife, connecting with her. So I tell my time where it's going to go. And the more that you can understand that time is more important than money, I think, by the way, heads up, you'll start to make more money. 100% leverage time leverage money that's it yeah and so the reason why a lot of people are stuck is because they think it's a money issue it's never a money issue it's always a management of time issue Mm -hmm. that's right some people it takes them 10 hours what they should have done in two right what
1: you just said about decision by the way is so key even if you make the wrong decision making a decision gives you clarity that's it yeah if you fail you have clarity that that decision is is not a pathway for you if you succeed you move forward mm-hmm. the more times you do that the more clarity the more wisdom it's like you know um we have a college here at zoe and i hear students say i need i need more money or i need a job so i ask them hey how many applications do you fill out this week yeah uh i didn't fill out applications this week well maybe that's maybe there's your issue you're yeah, not managing yeah, your yeah. time. Like yeah, go yeah, exactly. fill out an application. go yeah. go get it done. There's opportunities for you right. to do it if you just audit yourself. Yep, this to do list thing that you're saying, audit you're yourself. just going like I'm auditing my day. That's all I'm doing. Yep. The next day you look at your to do list from yesterday. Did I did I get it done? I need to move some stuff over, add some stuff, change some stuff. Yep. And
0: audit my life because I can't afford to lose time. I think the problem for a lot of people is I couldn't agree more. I think the problem is that we we dawdle. Yeah. And we lollygag and we need rest and we take our time and we get around to it. Mm. A couple years ago, uh, one of my friends who is an insanely successful business guy, he started to ask me the question, what's the hardest thing you did today? Mm. First time he asked me, I was like kind of threatened, like (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't know. I probably made something up. I did this. (laughs) And and then he started to ask me, what's the hardest thing that you did today? That question started to haunt me. What is the hardest thing that I am doing today? And I think that I don't wake up in the morning looking to do hard stuff, by the way. But I think that what happens with that question for me is going like, am I even doing anything that's hard? Yeah. Am I doing anything that's so challenging? Most days I'm not. I'm plotting. I'm preparing. I am planning. I am just working what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't always have a day where it's like, man, that was so hard. But I got a lot of days are like, man, that was so consistent.
1: Yeah. Well, I would say I would argue the hardest thing I did today was be consistent. That's
0: it. Like that is.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's just for you know young young people and you know this pace but being consistent is the least attractive yeah least sexy thing in leadership but will give you the biggest results and
0: i i think sometimes I, i like to test somebody just to see who i'm working with and say um we gotta we gotta do could you do these three things today a b c and just see how fast it can get done and to me it's not it's two things i'm looking for Number one is time efficiency, but the second thing is overall efficiency. Like, did you did did you do the job? But did it did you do it properly? Yeah. Sometimes you got people. It's like, what blockage are you facing when that took six hours? Yeah. I could have done it in forty minutes. Yep. Right. You know, so I think for every leader that's listening is like challenge yourself. How do I become more efficient? So good. And how do I get the job done? Yep. And how do I make sure that I am do I, I am taking care of my time? Your time is the most precious gift you have on this earth. So obsess over your calendar. That's why for us we always look I always look at the next 30, 60, 90 days. Yep. And the reason why I do that is to keep everything in front of me. So I'm like, I know. In fact, you know what I do a lot of times when I'm bored at home? A lot of times when I'm on the couch and I'm watching shows, you know what I do? A lot of times I pull up my calendar. I will just start to stare at it. <laughs> I promise you, this is what I do. <laughs> I'm watching Sports Center. It's ten o'clock at night. I pull up my calendar, and I just love to see. I'll just look at this. This is the calendar, and I'll go. Okay, so Thursday night we're going there. Friday, yep. Okay, can't wait. Saturday, I just start looking at everything yep. I'm doing. Go, yep. What am I doing? I'm I am preparing. I am challenging. I am. Getting, okay, so that means I got to work out that time. I got to, okay, so Winston's practice is there. I'm just getting ready. Mm -hmm. How obsessive every day are you with assigning? Is it per half hour, per hour? You know, it depends the meeting, right? So Doe in our office helps us every day. You know, she sends around 8 a.m. a text. This is the run of the day. A lot of times I will at 4 p.m. the day before, go send me that tomorrow. Mm. And I'll edit it, move that, do this. Okay, let's move there. Okay, that means I'm gonna do that. And I just, and, and then when the eight comes, I go, okay, I like it. Yep, that's good. Or I'll go, let's change. Cause I'm just wanting to be the most effective I can be. Love that. Love that. And, so cool. and, and what do I, I'm just trying to challenge myself to assign my time to mm. what I think will yield the greatest result of what is required today. So good. Money is not on my radar. Right. I mean, it is, but it isn't. You know what I mean? Like time, it's a byproduct, really. It's a byproduct. Yeah. It's yeah. about efficiency yeah. and being effective. And to be an effective leader means you're efficient. If you're inefficient as a leader, you're not effective. Yep. They flow together. The next one I'll put down is you represent yourself first. This, to me, is the number one thing I'm trying to teach my three boys. My three boys are, are, are the greatest. They're... Uh, four six and eight right now they're about to go into the odds we're about to we're about to have an eleven nine seven and five year old it's crazy to me. whoa wild days but for my three boys um in particular uh, in fact the middle one has gotten in trouble a couple of times at school <laughs> this year he got in trouble he got a letter home and the way that they send a, a, a letter home is is um they have to draw a picture of what happened and and then they they've got these categories of like what face they choose the face of emotion they felt when they did huh. it. Yep. And then that's pretty the cool. Next cat, yeah, it's that really good. It's cool. just trying to help them identify. He you got a letter home the other day. The other day he said the word poop. <laughs> <laughs> and so I said, son, that's that's potty talk. We don't we don't do potty talk. You go, yeah, I know. <laughs> but don't, don't don't you know? I forget what he, the excuse is. Just a, they a, said it absurd. Actually. Yeah, yeah. it's somebody else's <laughs> fault. Son, they—they're not in trouble. You are, <laughs> okay. So clearly, you—you the dumb one in this situation. You got—you got suckered into the, taking yep. your man's punishment. Yep. So what I'm trying to teach them is, boys, when they're in trouble, who do you represent first? None of them can get it right. No matter how many times I've said this one, they just—they're always like, God, nope, family, no son. <laughs> what have I told you? Who do you represent first? And the, after they failed two times, they're always like, oh, yeah, myself. So, yes, you represent yourself first. And then you represent God. And then you represent our family. Yeah. But first and foremost, you represent yourself. What I'm trying to teach them is, Clive, you are not Winston. Mm-hmm. And Winston, you are not Maverick. And Maverick, you are not... Clive, you, you each are creating, you're developing your own reputation. What I'm trying to teach them is a good name is better to be chosen than great riches. Yeah, You represent yourself. And so when you're efficient and you're effective and you can manage time, which means you can also manage money, you're developing a reputation for yourself, you're a leader Yep, and people can be drawn to that and, and trust that. And people can empower that and people can lean on that and you're a rock. And you're not going to be moved. And you're you're a, a tree with shade, and you can, mm. we people can find refuge from you. You're developing a reputation. Yeah. I think you, every person needs to understand when you come when it comes to money management, time management, life management, car management, house management, relationship management. You're developing your own reputation, right. and if you lose your name, you lose everything because mm-hmm. you're living off your name. Right, And your name is opening doors for you or closing doors for mm-hmm. you. And so that's why you got to have a name. By the way, if you're a leader and you feel like you have sucker punched your own reputation and you have thrown your name into the gutter or the garbage, I believe you can turn around a bad reputation. Yes, so I great. think you have the power and the ability. You don't have to stay with a bad name forever. That's why when someone starts doing good and now they are playing and now they are being efficient and now they are managing time and now they are sweet spirit everybody's like wow so and so has grown yep so and so has changed yeah. you've got a new narrative a new connotation totally. a new aura a new fragrance okay great run in that but do not think that for one second your inability to get her done is not affecting your name right yeah. It's opening doors or closing doors. How does opportunity come for you? It comes from the ability to do small things, manage what's put into your stewardship, being consistent, like you said in the challenge. And then out of that, everybody's like, "Well, who are we going to work with?" Yeah. How about the one that has a proven track record that they can get things done? That's it. If you can't get things done, doors close. Right. You can. Let's go. Yep. Let's work Mm -hmm. with that one. I'd rather work with the leader I know can get stuff done than the one that frustrates me and drives me crazy because it's like, dude, you ain't getting nothing done. Yeah, we've been here for six hours, eight hours. You got one thing done today. It wasn't hard. What's the hardest thing (laughs) you did today? Hardest thing you did today? DoorDash pickup. Yeah, you had to bring it to my window. So I'm kidding. I'm I'm like, you're kidding. Number six. If someone isn't getting something done, hold them accountable or move on I mm. end well, with this today, you have to have the ability to follow up. Mm. It would be amazing to be a leader and not have to have follow-up conversations, but that would be a false reality. Yeah. You have Can't to have follow up, up to with people and say, Hey, just, and <laughs> <Isn't laughs> it's so funny about email culture now. Per my last email, right? Per our last conversation, yep. Hey, I wanted to ping you again. Stop pinging me. (laughs) I don't want to be pinged and I don't want to be purred. (laughs) uh, The language is so absurd, yes. But you got to follow up with your cough, Nate. You got to follow up. I'm kidding, okay. You got to follow up. You got to, um, you know. I think most people do not want to be held accountable. Mm. Most people are looking to duck and maneuver and to skate into coast. But if you want to be a leader, you are going to be held accountable. Yep. And you must hold others accountable. Right. That's the only way the team works is group accountability, team accountability. By the way, I think that's a good, just hear me. The reason why you need to be a part of a community, if you're not a part of a community, one of the things that's so good about a a community is accountability. Right. Mm. Being a part of a community, automatically there comes accountability. Yep. And most people don't want it. That's why they stay isolated. Mm. Wow. And the moment you hold them accountable, like, I'm going to go into isolation Mm -hmm. because I don't want to be called out on my stuff. I don't want to have to you know it's like so and so you were mean to this person you did this to that person you gossiped behind this but you said this you 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 push so and so and most people do not want to be held accountable for their actions yeah but i think to be a to have a great team and to have a great community you must have accountability a couple of months ago i was with somebody and we were talking about i was asking why do you think Most pastors are really struggling right now post-COVID, and we're seeing a lot of of moral failure. I was just asking an older guy, you know, what do you think about all this? He said, well, you know, obviously it's not a new problem. We've been facing this problem. He said, but he said, most pastors, what I find their biggest problem is they've never been a part of of a true community. They've never cried in front of a group. Wow. Wow. And when he said that, I thought, yeah, it's true. Because most people think, I got to be a superhero. I got to wear my cape. I can't have any issues. I don't have emotions. Mm. No. You need accountability. Mm. And you got to actually, in order for this to move forward, you got to hold people accountable when they're not efficient. Yeah. And they're not effective. Yep. And if they continue to not be that when you've been holding them accountable, you got to move on past Mm. them. Yeah. You have to for the sake of the team and the community, you need to move past, but to just let people run rogue and I I'm, I'm all for making observations and I'm all for having critical analysis and I'm all for understanding, but I'm not all for just sitting on Intel and not going to people Yeah. and right. be like, Hey, what, what, what happened here?
1: It's not worth it for them. Yeah. You know, even if you know something's going on, if you know, you know, um, there's some issues happening their efficiency isn't there you know you, there's some clutter in their life it it does not honor them yeah. if you know that and you hold it against them you're allowing their life to decline that's right? it with the ability to hold them up
0: yeah and, and and by the way i don't think you need to go to people and be like i'm holding you accountable <laughs> i think that could be part of the problem is our presentation it's not what you're saying it's how you're saying it yeah absolutely. are you concerned about them yeah do you care about their life do you care about the team do you care about the other person that they probably offended or what you know just i think that it would be awesome if every person woke up and was efficient how amazing the yeah. reality is you got people some people around you are just struggling well let's find out why yeah, yeah. Right. and let's get to the core and let's let's discover the root and let's Let's um, help them unpack and let's help them. You never know what's on the other side of that. It right? mm. could be a healthy transition. It could be a, supernatural, yeah. a, a great opportunity for growth totally. and evolving. So I just think um, I want to be a get it done leader, but I also want to help others around me get it done. Love it. I don't want to just do it. Because like, Could you imagine if I'm just like, look at me. How do I do it? I just get her done. No, no, leadership's <laughs> about people like, what is pulling people up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, helping people get to their promised yeah. land. So I love that about leadership, and I love that about trying to get a little bit better. We are trying to get her done. Leadership, lean in. All the leaners out there, we love you. By the way, sorry, last thing, real fast. There was a leaner that came to church this past Sunday, and he told me, I want to let you know, I listen to every episode. I'm a leaner. Do you know how much it means to me that people are listening to this podcast all over? Yes. So it's good. unbelievable. I
1: met someone this weekend, a couple. They said yeah. the same thing. Wow. They brought up specific episodes with titles. Love that. Wow. I was blown away. I think that we should maybe at the end of our podcast from now, maybe we shout out some, some leaners, leaners who review the podcast.
0: Wow. That's cool. Put, we're back on Zoe youtube youtube yep return it's like we were on tnt and left for bravo Mm. and came back to tnt (laughs) great reference (laughs) we're back on put on the youtube comments and we're going to shout you out next episode yeah we love you leaning keep leaning love